Hello and welcome to Her Soul, the podcast where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and every week I share with you pieces of me and my experiences in hopes that you'll find encouragement in whatever situation you may be facing. It's my soul, but it's your soul too. It's every woman that listens to this show. It's the shared experience of womanhood, the show for girl talk from another Christian girl's perspective. Welcome to Her Soul. Good morning, y'all. Welcome into this week's episode of Her Soul. It's your girl, Camille Allison, and thank you guys once again for joining me for another week of some good old conversation. And y'all, we definitely are having a good conversation today. But before we get into any of that good stuff, I wanted to First, give you guys um, just a really sincere thank you for all of your support, your shares. I've seen a really significant growth in the podcast. So thank you guys for sharing and engaging with me, um, leaving your feedback and just letting me know, you know, what's up, what you think of the show, talking to me, telling me things that you want to discuss or questions that you might have. So thank you guys so much for that. And then on that same note, if you're not already, head over to the Her Soul Instagram page at HerSoul underscore XO and follow us there or on Facebook at Her Soul Podcast. Um, if you just want to stay up to date on all the things Her Soul, new episodes, new content, new journal guides, because y'all really like the forgiveness journal. So I'll definitely be doing more of that. But um, if you're interested in any of those things and you just want to stay connected to us, Go follow those accounts. And then also, if you want to stay connected to me, y'all already do this. But if you feel comfortable, DM me, ask me your questions. You know, let's have a conversation. And if we don't address it on the show, we can definitely have a one on one. But that's at my personal account at Camille Allison underscore. And I will leave all of these things in the show notes as always. But I just wanted to start off the show very fresh and just say thank you guys for just basically riding with me this whole entire time. You guys truly are the best. And what I realized is from my conversations that I've been having with you guys is that this show is touching so many different women in different stages of life. And so it really warms me because I know that God is using me and using this show to reach a lot of you. Um, And just the fact that we don't all just look like one standard thing. You know, we're in different seasons of life and we can still draw from the lessons that God is trying to teach us um, through this show. So I appreciate it. I'm so just honored to be at this seat and to be talking to you guys every week. And so, um, yes, if you've been enjoying it so far, please, you guys stick along for the ride. Share the show with your family and friends, anybody who you think might be blessed by God's word. All right. So let's just hop into it. So today we're talking about toxic relationships, who's in your circle, and specifically the power of relationships and how certain relationships can affect your overall well-being, whether that be in a positive light or whether it's in a negative light. And this episode is going to make you think, it's going to make you question some of those people that you consider to be in your inner circle. And that's okay. That's what this show is all about. This is her soul. And on her soul, we get to the root of things so that we can live ultimately a more freeing life in the life that God has promised us. So we're going to work it out. I do want to preface this uh, episode by saying, you guys, 
Not everybody is meant to be in your inner circle. You have to acknowledge and accept that. It doesn't matter if that's your family. It doesn't matter if you've been with that person for a long time or if you've known them for years. It doesn't matter. Not everybody deserves to have access to you like that. So that's the way that we're um, approaching this topic from this point forward. So we know that there are different types or maybe types isn't the right word. There are different levels, we'll say. So we know there are different levels to relationships, right? So you have, you know, your acquaintances, you've got co-workers, you've got friends who you talk to sometimes, you've got close friends, best friends, you've got um, significant others, husbands, you have um, familial relationships that can sometimes resemble friendships. Like in our culture, cousins are considered or sometimes considered close to us like friends are, but any sort of familial relationship, there's all these different levels. But who do you have sitting in your inner circle? If you want to imagine drawing out like, um, I don't even know if this is like a real thing, but remember when you were in science class, like back in middle school and you drew like the orbits Okay, I'm not going to go with that example because I can't actually um, <laughs> describe what I'm trying to say. But if you drew, let's say, three circles, you have the outermost ring, the inner uh, second ring, and then you have the tiny ring in the middle that is your innermost ring. Who is sitting on that circle? And most importantly, do they deserve to be there? So we're just going to chat through I've got three points or three ideas that I just want to talk about. They're in no particular order. They each hold basically the same amount of weight. They're all very important to consider. But the first point is you are who you surround yourself with. And I know y'all, we have heard this for years coming up through school. You know, mama didn't like the friend group you were hanging out with or Maybe you were in class with your friends and the teachers made comments like birds of a feather flock together. That whole uh, idea holds true. Even to this day, you guys, no matter what phase of life you're in, who you surround yourself with is who you become. I know we hear this a lot in like the business realm. Uh, people will make comments and say things like you are... Um, they'll make comments and say things like, if you're the smartest person in your friend group, then you need to get a new friend group. And it's because kind of relationships are kind of like a pull and tug thing. So you adapt to whatever kind of situation is being proposed. So if your friend group just likes to go hang out and not really do anything and they live more of a stagnant lifestyle, you know, over time, you're going to adopt some of those same qualities. Or if you're in a friend group that is all about getting to the money, all about, you know, hustling and doing things to get ahead in life, it's no doubt that you're going to pick up those same habits. And it's because the conversation is going to revolve around a certain thing. You're going to always be put into these certain different, certain mindsets. And so, when I say you are who you hang out with or you are who you surround yourself with, this is what I mean. So if we think about the relationships that we have, and I'm talking about the people on that inner circle, we can do something with the people on the other circles in another episode, but specifically that inner circle, because the inner circle are the people who are closest to you, who have the most access to you. Let's look at them really quick. So what kind of uh, value do they bring to the table as far as, uh, how your well-being is affected. 
Do you notice that this group that you're with is very negative or they are very critical of a lot of different situations? Maybe it's not even the group. Maybe it's just one person. Anybody on that ring, you know, bring a negative vibe, complains, very critical, never happy, judgmental. Okay. When you have conversations with them, How do you feel once you get off the phone or once you finish talking and interacting with them? Are you feeling drained? Are you feeling um, like you're missing something? Are you feeling critical or judgmental or exhibiting any of the same traits that they exhibited with you in that conversation? So for example, this um, girl I used to work with, so not on my inner circle, just a coworker, but she used to complain every night about the shift ahead. I used to work night shift, 12 hour long night shifts. And she would complain the minute we would step in, the minute our night shift would start, she would just complain about how she didn't feel like being there, how you know terrible the floor was, how much work she had to clean up from the previous shift, X, Y, and Z. I'm a nurse. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And she just wasn't feeling it, always complaining. And I just always remember thinking like, girl, I don't feel like being here either, but don't you know that it's not going to help us get through the shift? And I I would engage in these conversations with her and um, I would start to feel like the same amount of stress and that same heaviness and weight at the beginning of my shift. And it would carry me through my whole 12 hours. So just that constant thought of, oh my God, why am I here? I want to be in my bed. I don't feel like doing this tonight. I didn't realize that she was fueling this like negative energy that was taking over me. I've noticed that in a few situations ever since then. And so she wasn't on my inner circle, but it's somebody that I spent a significant amount of time with, um, who we engaged in a lot of conversation. And she was just a complainer, just a negative Nancy, like the true meaning of the term negative Nancy. That was just her. And I started to feel those same feelings. It got to a point where I had to like step back and be like, Camille, if you think that it's going to be bad, (laughs) then it's going to be bad. Try and approach it in a different light. But that's just an example. So her negativity started to take over me and it definitely impacted my whole shift. So this is what we're talking about. And the question that you need to ask or the audit that you need to take on this particular topic is, what is their influence on you? You know, how are they affecting you? What is the way that they influence you? And is it good? Is it bad? Does it make you feel good or does it make you feel bad? Does it cause you to be down and in a depression and a pit? Or does it bring you joy and motivate you? You guys, in the in the light of this conversation, we want to move forward. We're trying to break down barriers. We're trying to live a more freeing life. Does this particular relationship or your particular friend group does it help you get to that point? You don't got to tell me, just write it down or, you know, think about it. But how is it influencing your overall well-being? The next point to kind of chew on is setting boundaries are okay. I don't know if any of you struggle with this, but I definitely struggled with this and still do sometimes, you know, especially in familial relationships where you feel obligated to always be there for somebody or, you know, to offer yourself up to that person. But I want y'all to know, y'all, it's okay to set boundaries, especially if whatever the request is or whatever is being required of you is affecting your mental wellness. It's okay to say no. I actually um, have a book I'm looking at on my shelf right now. It's called Boundaries. Um, 
I'll link it below. I can't even see the authors on it, but it's a really, really good book. It's written by two pastors who just discuss the importance of setting boundaries and not necessarily just with friendships and, um, you know, marital relationships, not in that sense all the time, but also familial between parents and children, between um, different family members. So it looks at it from all these different perspectives. But I think, I don't know if it's just me or if it's everybody, but for me personally, I always was stuck on this idea that I couldn't say no, that, you know, it's my duty to help. It's my duty to serve. Um, even if it caused me to be at a disadvantage, even if I didn't feel a hundred percent you know, comfortable about doing whatever it was, or if I didn't feel like it, if I knew it was going to put me in a funk, I still felt obligated to do it. And I still struggle with this sometimes, you guys, but setting boundaries are okay. If your mental health is disturbed, it's a no. For me, that's how I, I kind of have to think about things when people ask me to do certain things that I know um, I don't really have space for, but I might make space for. But if my mental health is being disturbed... <laughs> It's a no, right? Sometimes, y'all, you have to put yourself first. And I know <laughs> as women, it's hard for us to do that, especially if you're a mom. I know I get caught up in that thought process like I can't put myself first, that I have to take care of my kids, my family, my house, and then I can take care of myself. But sometimes it's okay to put yourself first. And especially in this instance, in this case where you're doing this audit of your close relationships, you have to come with a mindset of you first, your mental health, your mental space, your vulnerabilities, everything that makes you you, that has to come at the forefront when you're doing this audit. So if you have um, a inner circle that is constantly violating boundaries that you have in place to protect your mental well-being, then it's time to either set stricter boundaries or cut those relationships off. And I know that sounds pretty harsh. But I'm telling you, you will always get the short end of the stick if you don't protect yourself, if you don't put those things in place that will offer you the protection that you need. Am I making sense? I hope y'all are following me okay. But um, maybe it might be a little bit of a mindset, mindset shift to just acknowledge that if I have to put myself first, that's okay. If I have to tell you no for something because... I'm not mentally able to handle that or it's going to put me at um, an, in a negative mind space or whatever. It's a no. And that's okay. And also, too, another thing to be okay with is that, you know, not everyone is going to respond very well to this audit or you don't tell them that you're doing it, but they might not respond well if you have to put boundaries in place. And guess what, sis? That's a sign that it's time for that relationship to go anyway. So on to our third point, our third and last idea, protect your inner circle. And I don't say this as if to say like protect the people on your inner circle. What I'm saying is to protect the inner circle itself, right? So be choosy, be picky about who you let in, about who you assign to those positions. Not everybody can make it. Hey, sis, not everybody can have access to you. Not everybody comes with good intentions. Some people, if you let them in too close, end up causing more harm to you than good. So protect that inner circle. It goes along the same concept of guarding your heart. I actually, I'm going to actually link probably like two or three episodes in the show notes that I want you to go back and listen to. Um, but I did two episodes on guarding your heart. 
And y'all, it's so important. Guarding your heart, not necessarily referring to, it can, but not all the time does it refer to like the things that we take in, the media we consume, the things that we allow into our spirit. It also talks about the power of relationships and how certain relationships can be detrimental to your spirit. Guard your heart, sis. So I'm going to link those two episodes and I also want you guys to listen to being salt and light. That episode is very important because it teaches you about how we are called to influence the world and not be influenced by the world. So those three episodes are super important, especially in evaluating the relationships that we have currently. But back to this this point, not everybody can make it to the inner circle and that's for your your best interest, right? Um, when people get too close, sometimes they get too comfortable and maybe not intentionally, but they could cause harm. So that's why it's important to be picky about who you allow in that space. Um, I said it already that people don't always have your best interest in mind and you might not know, you might not know what people's intentions are. You could just be that fun loving person that just loves to give everybody a chance and just wants everybody to be your friend and you want to love up on everybody, but that's not necessarily okay. Um, what verse is it? Hold on y'all. Let me find this verse for y'all. Okay, I got it. It is 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. What does it say? Let me read it one more time. Do not believe. No, beloved. Beloved. Am I, um, what's the lady name? What's that lady name on own? Dang, I got it. Yonla, in my Yonla voice, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So right there, our instruction is to test the spirit. Well, how do you test the spirit? You know, it all comes from the lens of discernment. And if we keep reading into verse two, he gives us um, some things to go by. How do we know, right? He says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. So you can tell. In conversations that you have with people who are supposed to be your close people, your inner circle, you can tell in those conversations, you know, kind of where they're coming from, where their headspace is. If they are of God, if they are practicing his will, if they're doing his job or his work, or if they are coming from, you know, an insincere place, a dangerous place. These are vibes that you can kind of pick up on. And it's important that you do this because you... Y'all, you want to protect your space, protect your spirit, protect your mental space. So this is important. I'm going to leave that in the show notes because that's an important, important verse. First John chapter four, verse one, which basically tells us to test the spirit. Don't trust everybody that comes into your life. 
You can't, especially y'all not in this day. There's some evil, evil forces at work. Not everybody is aware of the evil forces that are playing on their life. But I'm telling you, once you start to look into this thing and you look with open eyes, you'll be able to see a lot of things that aren't right. Things that you need to protect your space from. You need Things you needed to protect your family from. And this is another con- uh, another conversation for another day, but just a little FYI. Spirits can um, be transmitted to another person, right? So you have a friend that is dealing with a lot of um, internal battles or maybe just has a, a not a good, a not so good spirit on them. That spirit can be transferred to you and you can start to embody the same things. And then guess what? You'd pass that spirit on to your family. And so now you got a whole family, a whole bloodline dealing with the spirit that y'all have to somehow figure out how to shake off, right? So if you have a friend, and this is just an example, if you have a friend that likes to gamble, that is a spirit, y'all. And then you go out with this friend and now y'all hanging out and you just rolling dice or like playing cards or whatever and now you like to gamble and you losing all your money gambling like your friend was now that spirit is on you and then you got your you out with your your family or whoever and now you have them doing that same thing and now that that spirit is on them and now when y'all have children your children are dealing with you know the effects of that poor decision that you made when you went with that friend your children are now dealing with the effects of you being in this extreme amount of financial debt because of this gambling habit that you that you now have or had. You see what I'm saying? So just be careful, y'all. It's, you got to protect your inner circle. That's basically the point of that. And you need to evaluate um, and take stock of who is on that circle. Who did you assign those spots to? And maybe they need to be pushed back to that middle ring or the outer ring or maybe not even on a ring at all. But it's okay to do that. Okay. So protect your mental space. Do your audits, y'all. I love y'all. I'm closing the episode out because my kids are waking up um, and I got to go back into mommy mode. So yes, I will see you guys next week. I'm praying that your week is blessed and full of positivity. And I hope you guys take away uh, the intended purpose of this episode, but I'll see y'all next week. Bye y'all. Love y'all.